Welcome. It's that time once again. The Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday from the Deer Valley Airpark. The hole in the ceiling studios. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The physical delivery of wealth insurance, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver. Nobody does it better. The website at allamericangold.com. We put 20, 30 articles, videos up every single day because we believe it's important to keep you all in the know. There's a really, you need to need to listen to there's a great video Ramon posted it today uh, with on Watchdog, Mike Shedlock, or Mish, as some of you may know him as, uh, who's never, uh, I was surprised he's never actually never been on, and he did a, about 30 minutes, and and it's just fantastic. He's he's one of the really really good uh, financial writers out there. Uh, I we posted so many of his articles over the years out there, uh, but he actually gave this interview and and really kind of took Alan Greenspan to task and said, "Hey, Alan Greenspan, he's right. There is a bond bubble, but he's wrong about where it's going to start. We're going to talk all about it, but but uh, make sure you, if you have the time, uh, go out there today and, and and listen to what Mike had to say. He he's really got his." finger on the pulse of everything uh we got another company in trouble again today uh, remember yesterday i told you we're going to talk about wells fargo uh what what they are up to now in another issue uh today they're joined by cvs as they continue to fleece us uh and nobody seems to care but we're, we we do we're going to talk all about it we're going to break it all down for you uh jobless claims were out today they keep wanting to spin the lie, and I'm going to just keep exposing it for what it really is. Uh, as we talked about yesterday now, the rest of the people are starting to wake up to, hey, you know what, they're just full of crap, right? I mean, you know, the, the stuff that comes, comes out of the back end of the cow, that's what they're trying to feed us. We're going to talk about that, why jobless claims are at levels that we haven't seen since the 70s. It's a simple answer. We're going to break all of that down as well. Of course, uh, gold and silver continuing to rally. And I know the war drums are beating. And listen, something you got to worry about. But the bigger news was William Dudley, he is the number two guy, if you will, at the Federal Reserve. The New York Fed Governor, Bill Dudley, was talking today uh, and really, the dollar, which was up because of the war drums, uh, reversed course and was headed back down towards uh, towards that 93. It got up to a, you know 93 and a half, 93 between 93 and a half and 93.75. The dollar index uh, heading back down towards uh, that 93 level as they talked about the inflation and the lack there of it. The only one other economic piece of news out was producer prices down one-tenth of a percent. Of course, that's the way they track it, uh, which means, again, 
uh, there's no inflation out there. So all of you that are on a fixed income, all of you that are dependent upon Social Security, get ready for another one of those, you know, $5 raises uh, coming your way when the calendar rolls over. Uh, but we got a lot of things to cover. We're going to talk about where gold's heading, where silver's heading. We're, we're going to talk about what American corporations are doing to the American consumer out there and really start asking the question, why does nobody care? And then more importantly, we're going to look at a situation where, at least as far as I know, never in the history has this ever occurred. And why aren't more people talking about it? Mike Shedlock did a great interview about it. I'm going to recap all of you on it having to do with the bond market. Remember, Alan Greenspan came out last week to warn about this bubble in the bond market. Uh, Today, Mike Shedlock really provided some very good insights as to what's really happening, And, and we don't even know it, having to do with the junk bond yields overseas. You now... Can if you're a horrible company <laughs> and you're in the eurozone, right? You're in Italy or Spain or wherever. You can borrow money cheaper than the United States government can. Yeah, junk bond yields overseas in Europe are now lower than U.S. yields, uh, and we know. I mean, just logically. I mean, you don't even have to uh, be even remotely educated to realize that cannot last. And what is that going to mean for everybody else? Uh, We're going to break it all down for you and then talk about the 63-page document about what Wells Fargo was up to besides ripping you off on your automobile, besides ripping you off with all their fake accounts uh that wasn't good enough and then we gotta we really gotta start to ask the question if they were doing all of this what was everybody else doing as well i bet you we don't hear from warren buffett about it though patriot radio news hour got a great show today don't touch that dial. Another day, another class action lawsuit against Wells Fargo. And those are hard to do, right? Because the banks, right, they they try to make it almost impossible to do a class action lawsuit, right? They make make you go one-on-one, even though they ripped off hundreds of thousands of people. The latest legal salvo claims the bank has been ripping off small businesses for years. There's a big shot. Can somebody tell me one aspect of the banks that hasn't been ripping us off? I mean, think about over the last 10 years. Has there been any part of any market where they haven't been in there corrupting and colluding and ripping us off? From LIBOR rates to treasury rates to commodity trades, you name it. 
over and over and over again, fake accounts. And this one hurts me the most. Now, I don't do business with Wells Fargo. But it is, you know, and you hear me talk about it. And then a lot of you guys out there, you're small business owners like I am. It's tough out there. And I don't give a crap what they're saying. It's tough. Everybody I talk it's tough. And now you, you read Wells Fargo's ripping you off. They say that Wells Fargo has been burying fees mm-hmm, and misleading merchants about how much they have to pay for credit card services. And I will tell you, and I know this on a lot of you out there, if you own business, you know what I'm talking about. You talk about impossible. We have tried and failed. I cannot tell you how many times to actually figure out what we actually are getting charged in credit card fees. You cannot do it. When these statements come in, right, they've got them all. You know, you think, okay, well, here's your visas, your MasterCards, your Discovers, and your Amexes, and and we're charging, you know, 2% on this and 3% on that and whatever it may be, right? No. Right? Well, is it a debit card? Is it a credit card? Is it the rewards? Is it that rewards or this rewards or that? You know, and every reward is different. They charge that you can't do it. They say that Wells Fargo's Merchant Service Unit, in a joint venture with First Data Corp, and by the way, First Data Corp is a huge credit card processor. Matter of fact, one of the credit we had them. Snookered small businesses, I love that word, right? Snookered them. Right, you cheated us is what you did. Snookered small business with a confusing sixty three page contract to take credit cards. Okay. Now remember, they want to get rid of cash altogether. Now you know why. Of course they want to get rid of cash. And you know, shame on first data because they knew. It said that in the contract, it had misleading statements about its fees. Okay, so in other words, that's a nice way of saying they said they were going to charge you this, but instead charged you something higher. And promises that it does not intend to keep. Now, I don't know what that means. My guess would be a promise on on what the rates were going to be, I don't know. The suit was filed by a Pennsylvania restaurant and a North Carolina tour guide company in Brooklyn Federal Court late Friday. Now here's where they went astray, right? Because it wasn't the uh, a customer like uh, like me or you if we were depositing money at Wells Fargo. We can't form a class action lawsuit, but apparently businesses, and I don't know if they're going to be successful or not, but at least they're trying to get together and form a class action suit. The Merchant Services Unit charged.
largest businesses a percentage of every sale every time a customer uses a card. And now think about this. This is another how, how did this happen? You know, all this was a way for the bank to charge us, period. We pay, businesses pay more in credit card fees and debit card fees than we ever did the old way. You know, the old way when people used to write checks and stuff like that. The unit made more than $523 million last year. And my guess is there's a lot of uh, uh, financial maneuvering to have that number be that low. But Wells Fargo had, had probably shifting expenses that aren't really there for them to only have made five. Of course, acting like $523 million, not a lot of money. The restaurant outside of Scranton claims that it was pounded by excessive fees and closed in May after only five months in business. Now, you may have said <laughs> some other problems, but among the untrue statements that Wells Fargo made to the restaurant was that there would be no monthly fees and no early termination fee. Monthly fees ranged up to $50, and the restaurant was charged $500 in a termination fee. The suit comes as Wells Fargo is facing a class action lawsuit for improperly opening more than 2 million accounts and charging auto loan customers for unneeded auto insurance. Hey, they haven't missed a thing. On Friday, the the bank announced that it was likely to spend $3.3 billion more than it already had in reserves for legal fees. By the way, the bank shares, yeah, they didn't care. Fell 30 cents on the news, big deal, $52.54. The, the accu- accusations outlined against Wells Fargo do not reflect how we operate, a spokesman for the bank said. And uh, unfortunately, we all know better. That's exactly how they operate. By the way, just an update on the other two suits. Wells Fargo has now, in their latest filing, admitted there are millions more fake accounts to come. You know, they, they've discovered... And the auto loan, same thing, right? They, they're widening the, the probe. All they're doing is they're going back even farther now, right? And I, I've already told you, all of this stuff, you can easily all go back to at least 06. They've only gone back, as far as I know, to 2012. So on, on, the, on the next one, this was CVS this morning. They got suit filed on CVS is charging more for prescription drugs for people with insurance than people actually paying cash. A California woman is suing CVS, the largest pharmacy chain in America. I did not know that. I thought it was Walgreens, but the 
one and two, right? They are the pharmacy chains in America, CVS and Walgreens, for charging more to customers who use insurance to pay for certain drugs. The lawsuit was filed on Monday, charging CVS Corporation with participating in a fraudulent scheme and claims that the the plaintiff in this case, she was charged $165.68 for a prescription in July. Now, I want I want to ask everybody, and I don't know, and maybe it'll say it somewhere down in the article that I hadn't read. We're talking about a prescription costing $165, right? And you need to hear this because for a lot of people, they don't get it, right? They think they go and they're going to pay, you know, and I tell the story all the time. When I first started working, matter of fact, I used to work for the drugstore company that CVS bought out. My prescriptions were free in the early 1990s. Free. I remember when they went to five bucks. At the end of the 90s, it was still only $15. Now it's ridiculous. So with her insurance, she got charged $165. Had she bought the prescription without the insurance, she would have only paid 92 Right? This is the scam that is being perpetrated upon all of us. You know, they talk about Obamacare and this and that. It's clear, right? CVS and the insurance companies are out there just, you know, raping us over and over and over again. CVS never told them that paying with cash would allow her to pay 45% less. Instead, they remained silent and just took her money, knowing full well no reasonable consumer would make such a choice. The problem is with co-payments sent back to pharmacy benefit managers, the intermediary between the insurance companies and the pharmacies who negotiate the prices that insurance companies have to pay the pharmacy, right? See, and they say the problem is whatever they want. Well, it's not us, and it's not the insurance company. Instead, we created this intermediary, and it's that that, that it's their fault. And again, structuring things so they can what try to get away with ripping us all off. Remember what I talked about yesterday? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten people in the age of over 65 are going to need long-term care. And what comes with long-term care prescription drugs? Do you really know anybody, say, over the age of, I don't know, 65 or 70, that doesn't take at least one? Right? Most people out there, and I know you older people are all shaking your head, saying, yep, tell them double, right? You're taking two, three, four. And every one of them. It says that consumers are picking up prescriptions at their CVS 
are being left in the dark. The consumer pays the amount that was negotiated between the middleman, whoever they are, and CVS, even if that amount actually exceeds the price of what the drug would cost. Right? In other words, 90, what did they say? This drug only costs, and let's just say she's going in there getting 30 pills, right? CVS says, after we've marked it up, okay, after we've put our profit into it, right, it's about $3 a pill, right, $3.06 a pill, right? That would be a regular retail price. This third party comes in and says, well, how about we give you $5.50 instead? <laughs> Isn't it great? That sounds good to us. Patriot Radio News Hour. If they're not in your left pocket, they're in your right pocket. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Most people will tell you not to blame the messenger, but Donald Trump is quickly proving that adage to be false in one very important case. The messengers known as the mainstream media have certainly done a lot to deserve the blame they are receiving. While claiming impartiality, they have blatantly twisted or ignored the facts to suit their own liberal agenda. That's why Phyllis Schlafly called them the opinion makers in her 1982 Phyllis Schlafly report. Armed with timely statistics and fearless facts, she called out the media for their mistreatment of President Reagan and urged the American people to focus on the real issues affecting their lives. Similarly, President Trump seized on the issue of media bias in his successful campaign, proving that fake news isn't going away anytime soon. In this 1982 report, Phyllis used an in-depth poll from Public Opinion magazine to reveal that 94% of the media elite voted for Johnson over Goldwater in the 1964 presidential race. The succeeding figures for 1968 through 1976 were similar. Media elites were clearly nowhere near a fair representation of the traditional values held by the majority of American people. The same saddening statement could be made today, which is why President Trump so successfully tapped into the American people's contempt for this blatant indoctrination. A recent Quinnipiac poll confirms that 59% of Americans are angry or dissatisfied with how the news media has been covering American politics. If well over half of Americans don't trust these supposedly unbiased reporters, it's imperative for conservatives to find a way to get our message out in spite of the media. Phyllis Schlafly exposed the liberal media bias in 1982, but the same fight continues today. The news media will stop at nothing to derail Trump's efforts. To win the war for American greatness, conservatives must follow in the footsteps of Phyllis and cut through the ever-present fake news to get to the issues worth fighting for. 
2017 marks 50 years of the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, mailed, broadcast, and posted online to millions of Americans eager to follow her traditional, conservative perspective. We continue that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com, archiving the past, addressing today's key issues, and staying alert for the future. So bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News. How we really start thinking about it. Okay, this is the world that you allegedly live in that's A-OK, right? And all of you are out there sleepwalking. Junk bond yields in Europe pay less than a treasury note here in the United States. Right And remember what the bond market is about, what it's for. The bond market is supposed to measure risk. And the higher the risk, the more the yield. In other words, if you're going to invest in something that's risky, we'll reward you for doing so by paying you more money if we don't go out of business. Everybody understands that. Right? I'll, I'll give you a simple scenario. That would be like saying Puerto Rico can borrow money for less than the United States government can. Right? And Puerto Rico is in default. The state of Illinois could borrow money for less than the United States could. In Europe, that's exactly what's happened. And then you think about these financial institutions and what they've done. Right? You think Wells Fargo's the only one? Really? I mean, that's what we that's what we need to believe? How are they still in business? How hasn't the federal government stepped in and said, you know what? We need to take control. Let's execute the great wind-down plan that the Federal Reserve had. Here's a bank that obviously does not deserve to provide services to its consumers because all that they want to do is rip them off. They've got these living wills, allegedly. Right? They can all pass a stress test. Great! Wells Fargo's not even about wind them down. Here's the best part. You can wind them down, and it's not like a bailout because they're not insolvent. Get rid of them. And let it serve notice. You want to rip us off, you're going out of business, period. Obviously, everybody listening knows that should be what's happened. Every executive, every member of the board of directors should be fired immediately. And that would be just the beginning. And then you know what? We need to line them up in the courthouse. You see any emergency meetings in Congress? Right? Remember the financial crowd? Oh, oh my gosh. Let's get Enron in or Exxon in here. Let's make them testify. Nobody's testifying. Anybody even asking about Wells Fargo? Of course not. They don't care. 
right? They hope nobody talks about it. CVS, by the way, just so you know, that's now the 17th lawsuit filed against the pharmacy practices and not just at CVS, where they are blatantly, knowingly ripping us off. And then we got to believe that some junk bond in Europe can pay less than a trip. Really? Right? You know that can't last. Right? So when Alan Greenspan talks about a bond market bubble, when Mike Shedlock, and listen to the interview, listen to it for yourself, when he talks about the absolute, that, that's crazy. Well, you, you, we go back, and for us, we think crazy was the housing market bubble. Right? We think that's crazy. Of course, drive around this town. How do we not have an apartment complex problem here? That's all anybody builds out here. The valuations of the tech bubble, right? Those were crazy. Those valuations are back. But somehow it's okay. And they say, oh, because rates are so low, it's okay. Rates are so low that junk bonds are now, <laughs> right, trading at a better, right? They can borrow money for less than the United States government can. That, you know that's not making any sense. And it will correct. And when it does, it takes it all with it. It's not just like, oh, well, the European junk bonds are going to get hammered. No, they all get hammered. Right? All of these banks are interwoven together. That's why I said, you think Wells is the only one, really? But all of these banks, I mean, they're, you know what's so funny? The Federal Reserve sits in on the meetings at Wells Fargo. Where were they? Well, all of this was going on. Talking about ripping people off. Boy, it just uh, appears to be the the show of the day today. No matter how advanced medical technology gets, for many patients, modern health care begins in the hospital emergency room and ends with an unexpectedly huge bill. But there's no inflation. On average, emergency room bills for out-of-network care, that's another, what a scam, another scam, right, created by these big businesses, out-of-network. That's a hospital. What do you mean, out-of-network? What, I got to drive 30 more, my husband's having a heart attack. You want me to drive 30 miles to the one that's in the network? How is that even allowed? And I'm going to tell you how it's allowed. It's allowed so they can rip us off. It's 4.4 times higher than what Medicare even allows. Right, Medicare, right? They let the hospitals rake them over the coal for the exact same service. $4,000 bill? Yeah. How about $18,000? $1,000 bill? How about 4400 
costing the consumer more than $3 billion a year, according to Johns Hopkins. This article, by the way, if you want to look for it, was in the Journal for the American Medical Association's Internal Medicine. Yeah, because that's, that's a real popular one, right? Right. That's located right next to Barron's and Forbes. You're going to find on your newsstand the American Medical Association Internal Medicine Journal. Emergency room medicine physicians' charges came to about $4 billion versus the $889 million in Medicare allowable amount. In other words, right, Medicare said, hey, here's how much you can charge for all of this stuff because everybody, all the old people are on Medicare. Oh, well, if you're not on Medicare, go ahead and charge them whatever the heck you want. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. The fleecing continues. Patriot Radio News Hour golds up a dozen, uh, $1,285. Silver's up another $0.22, cents, $17.10. Our toll-free number, 800 800- Nine five one zero five nine two. Today we've got uh, U.S. ten dollar liberties. These are the series from eighteen sixty six to nineteen oh seven. Ten dollar gold liberties. These are the half ounce. Six hundred and ninety dollars today. $690 per coin, uh, that puts them less than a 20. Now, $10 less than a 20 uh, when you buy two $10 Liberties at 800-951-0592. U.S. $10 Liberty gold pieces at $690. You, you think you might want to have some of your money not in the system. Don't you think you want just a little bit? That's probably what Wells Fargo said. Hey, listen, we're only ripping people off a little bit at a time. <laughs> right? I mean, eventually it's a zero-sum game, right? They're, gonna, they're not going to stop till they got all your money. By the way, for those of you uh, that want to know, one of the things that they talked about was in an electrocardiogram. For those of you uh, that don't know, you know, the when they hook you up, your heart up to the monitor, and it, it has the that piece of paper that prints out with the with the squiggly lines on it, right? You know the one I'm talking about. Medicare allows the hospital, the emergency room, to bill sixteen dollars for that. What John Hopkins found was that the emergency rooms and really the hospitals, you know, I don't know why they're messing around. Just call it what it is. Charged anywhere from 18 to $317. Right, the 18, okay. Hey, you know what? You're not in our network. You really shouldn't have come here, but, you know, you're having a heart attack, or you thought you were. We're, we're, we're going to hit you for an extra two bucks. 
Instead, they hit you for an extra 300 bucks. Hopkins also found that the median price, $95, or six times more than what Medicare would allow. And this is, it's, it's, it's just like, it's the CVS thing. Well, hey, it's not our fault. You know, the guy showed up, wasn't in our network, so, you know, they, they, we, you know we, we just bill with our, you know, with, with, what they tell us to do. Right? CVS, oh, it's not our fault, right? It's that third-party guy. I don't, know what, I don't know what he does, but, you know, he tells us what to do. Not our fault that if you would have paid cash, it was less. But you, you don't think somewhere, you know, I used to work at a drugstore chain at a pretty high level. We had a pharmacy manager. Right, that worked in the corporate office, right? And, and trust me, CVS has lots of them. Who would have been, huh, hmm. Well, you guys know you're charging more than what our retail price is on these items? You don't think that happened? Of course it did. Nah, they won't find out. Who cares? Right? And, you, and you're sitting there, and you're sitting there, and you're thinking about it, and you're watching Wall Street and all this stuff, and now all of a sudden, I guess it makes sense. Oh, well, yeah. As long as we're allowed to commit fraud on the American consumer, everything's great. I don't know why they're so poor. <laughs> right? I don't know why they don't have any money. I mean, that prescription's only $95. Of course, when you show up at the 106, I wonder if that's in the Federal Reserve's inflation number. By the way, uh, New York Federal Reserve Chair Bill Dudley gave us big speech today saying now that he is backing off the 2% inflation is going to happen before the end of the year and now says it could be up to 10 months before they get to the 2%. And the funny thing is, it's already been like 10 years. <laughs> Starting to believe it's never going to happen, which really ought to tell you there's something awfully broken with that formula. Right? I mean, think about it. We, we talk about it all the time. Homes and, and apartment rents are at all-time highs. Healthcare, we, we just did the whole healthcare thing, right? All-time highs. And guess what? The problem is... The all-time highs don't include the fleecing of us. Cars cost all-time highs, right? Everything's all-time high. I mean, I guess a gallon of gas is a little is cheaper than the the the, the super spike. Still two dollars a gallon. But does it matter if it's only two dollars a gallon if a brand new average price of a new car is thirty five grand? Probably doesn't really matter, does it? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two US ten dollar liberties at six hundred and ninety at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two gold. Gold and silver started rallying on the news. 
uh, with the North Korean event, and then really picked up steam after Federal Reserve Vice Chair William Dudley's comments. Where are the medals headed next? We'll talk about that in the final segment. Final segment, Patient Radio News Hour. I got already another one for tomorrow. The latest ripoff, this time coming from your friendly neighborhood airlines. We'll talk about that one tomorrow. It just doesn't end. It really doesn't end. Talking about gold, silver, and remember what we've laid out. Right, I wrote the blog. As a matter of fact, the blog that's up there right now, uh, talking about silver and the great buying opportunity. Uh, when they confirmed it today, we're nothing but 2017s now. All the backlog is gone. There are no more old dates. There's no more unsealed old dates. No more sealed old dates. Uh, we're back to uh, the 2017s cases of 2017s. 10,375 rolls of silver eagles now at $420 and just for silver to get close to where I would say is is moderately priced you still we're still at least a whole dollar away from that you know at, at 1835 to 18 you know 18 and a quarter to 1850 uh, would be fairly priced right now. Silver's at seventeen ten, uh, up like I said twenty two cents. Uh, right now, gold's at twelve hundred and eighty five dollars. We're going to talk about gold and gold supply. We talked about silver supply earlier this week. We'll talk about where gold supply is. Uh, gold's now about what ten or eleven dollars away from the year high for the year. Fifteen dollars away from that. 1300 level that's a you know psychologically important level i guess and i as i said a few weeks ago get ready now i've gotten confirmation from from bill dudley today listen this inflation thing is a, the jobs market is a lie it's not a lie but it is a lie they're bad jobs just say it we took away full-time jobs and we created part-time jobs. And, oh, yeah, contract workers dominate now. So companies don't have to put you on their payroll. It's extremely prevalent. Forty percent of the entire workforce now is a contingent worker which means they can't file for unemployment benefits. That's why jobless claims are so low. The unemployment rate is low only because people are, are working multiple jobs or jobs that when they don't, when it runs out, they can't even file. When you start looking at bond yields, junk bond yields are now less than what treasury yields are. I mean, it's nonsense. It's all nonsense. And you know it. You know it, and you need to get ready because it's coming. Listen, the debt bubble is here. Make no mistake of it. It's right in front of your eyes, and I know they act, oh, I can't see it. I don't see one. It's fine. They see it. They just don't want you to see it. U.S. $10 liberties at six ninety 
at 800-951-0592. Based on what we're seeing, I don't see any, at least right now, any reason why we're going to see a rate hike uh, before December, and I don't. Kind of December is now looking really iffy, which I think is going to keep. We're going to see more pressure on the dollar because they're going to try to get inflation somehow, which, which I think we're going to see new highs, not only for this year but probably a highs that we haven't seen in multiple years before the end of this year. Patriot Radio News Hour. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Try not to get fleeced out there. Good luck.